Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. This is the premier podcast for late model dirt track racing. This is Forward Bikes. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass, here's your host, Kyle Armstrong. Welcome back to another episode of the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong. We're here in the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass. And I've got Adam Logan here in studio with me again. Uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about what's coming up this week with the dream up at Eldora. We're, uh, both of us are going to both be headed that way shortly and uh, looking forward to the weekend up there. The forecast right now looks absolutely perfect. And uh, shout out to anybody that's already there on the grounds uh, with their campers set up and everything. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you soon. So uh, I know old Josh Reinerson was sending me a Snapchat here a few minutes ago. Had my hat on, the forward bike hat. He's ready to get some dust on that thing this weekend. And uh, look forward to seeing him and, and everybody else up there this weekend. It's going to be a good weekend for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm looking looking forward to getting back up to Eldora. First big race of the year. So see all our, our fans out there. I wouldn't say it's the first big race of the year, but it's the first. like To me, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I know they've, what, you know, Lucas had what the historical big one or whatever they're calling it at West Virginia, which, Motor, got, rained which got rained out. You know, had they the show me the week show before. me that's fifty. You know, maybe the show me is like the first. That was hundred thousand dollars at Bulls Gap the XR race. That was a big deal. That was a big deal, but that's still just tradition. nothing. Nothing it's competes. Tradition. Nothing competes with it. But yeah, man, you got Eldor. You know, everybody. Everybody's there. Everybody, this is this is what people you know for the longest time. This was the highest paying dirt race. So, you know that's that's the old school in me. Is this is the first one? This this kicks off the the summer. Summer national starts after this. All the tours, you know, get back in their grind of summertime and going here and going there. And this to me, this just kicks off the summertime racing right here. Oh, I totally agree. This is my. First big trip, I guess, of the year coming up right here. Looking forward to it. The uh, Like I said, the weather looks perfect as of now. It's been on the change when we get there. but uh, I, ain't even, I ain't even worried about it. We're, look, just we'll, got, we'll get it in. We'll we, have a we good time will. regardless. So looking at the entry list here that they put out today, there's already 73 entries on the list, and I would expect there to be several more show up after that. But uh some, I mean, like you, like we've already said, all the heavy hitters are on there. Everybody you could expect is on this list. So, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be different this year, as far as what everybody, the guys you expect. You know, JD and Overton, over the last few years, have, you know, dominated the place, but I feel like this year, both of them have kind of struggled a little bit. They've been up in top five, top tens, but, you know, RTJ's been running really well. Hudson's, you know, they've hit their stride in the, the Rocket One car. Um, I just think it's going to be a, a different group of guys up front contending for this. I don't um, 
Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I mean, you just look at this past weekend here with the World of Outlaws. You had Kyle Bronson and Brian Shirley both getting wins, and everybody. There's like it's a it's not just one guy dominating this year coming into this weekend. So you're exactly right. There's a lot of parity this year in the sport, and uh, and you don't know who's going to win this thing this weekend. You don't know who to bet on, and it's I mean you got it's up in the air big time. You mean and, you, talk, you talk about Bronson and and Shirley getting wins this weekend. Um, Hoffman's been Hoffman's sneaky, been good. sneaky good this year. Um, Dalton Wilson, you know, he's been getting he's running, right on the verge of, of, getting, of one. getting a you know a tour win and and winning a big race. Um, I can't count him out. Um, who else we got on here? Let's just go down through here. <laughs> it's a I mean star-studded field. But if you're in the field, you can you can you you know you got a shot. Dennis Herb Jr. has been pretty good. Bobby Pierce has been pretty good. Pierce has been good in that new Longhorn. They've been running really well. Um, you know, Hoffman, Spencer Hughes. You know, yeah. Spencer Hughes over the last few weeks. Devin Moran, kind of a slow start to the year, picks him up to show you know because of the droop rule. But he he won to show me, and I think what this weekend. I mean, he ran. Was he running good at West Virginia? Top, I, I top don't five. remember exactly. I think he was in the top five, but they only had 23 cars there at West Virginia. We actually, um, we were supposed to have Devin Moran on here tonight, and he kind of backed out on us a little backed bit. Out so on us. what the hell? We uh, we're just going to kind of make this up as we go and talk about a kind of preview the the weekend there at the Dream. But we'll, Jeep we'll try Van, to get Devin Jeep on Va- here. Jeep Van Warmer. Jeep Van Warmer's been Be- trying to win that race as long as some of them kids have been alive. That Beating are the be wall racing. down. Beating the wall down. What was that what year was that there? Oh six. Oh six. The World One Hundred, the famous one whenever uh they had a lot of lead changes and Earl, Earl Pearson Jr. won it. And whenever we had Earl on this podcast, he, he recapped still remembered that. Yeah, he, he still, still remembered, remembered every bit a, of it. That was a classic race out there, but I mean What about Jimmy Owens? Jimmy Owens? What kind of chassis does it say he's gonna he be is, running? He's in a rocket now. Well, I know that, but you can't ever put it past him. It does he's say going, he's in a rocket on the entry he, list. He's going to be in a rocket. He's going to be, he, for whatever reason, that Longhorn just didn't suit him. So he went back and got him a rocket and kind of turned his season around. I, I, there's so many people that kind of struggled earlier this year that's made a turn that I think it's going to make this weekend, you know, yeah, we're both kind of just looking at this entry list for the first time. There's a lot of rockets and a lot of longhorns on here, but whenever you really get right down to looking at it, there's a lot of different chassis right now in the in the field. There's some Team Zeros, there's some Double Nickel, Kryptonite, Capital, Swartz, there's a Savage. Savage. Who's driving a Savage? Brad Dyer from Mohawk, Tennessee. Mohawk. The Jay Dickens motor. There's a couple Kryptonites. Dale McDowell. I mean, we can't count Dale McDowell out. No, we can't never count him out. Well, that's what makes it so good. There's a sniper chassis. That's, uh, of course, Ricky Weiss. But, uh, man, that's just what makes it so good about going is uh, you never know. And I was going to say Brandon Overton's won the last three in a row. It's going to be really hard to try to win the fourth one in a row, I think. They're going to be gunning for him this weekend. Yeah, I mean, and like like I said, with him and and J.D., over the last few years at Eldora, it's been those two. have, Have anybody else won besides them two up there? No, Brandon Overton won the last three, and I can't remember who won. JD the one won the million. That. J- JD won the world. Right, but they've I mean, got. But I recently heard Hudson O'Neill say in an interview that Eldora 
this year is probably more important on all their radars than it's ever been because that's where the Lucas Oil Championship is going to get decided with yes. the Dirt Track World Championship later on this year. So every time they're on the track, they're testing and taking notes. And that, that'll be a that's going to be a barn burner there whenever they get back in October. But there's a few bigger, you know. Obviously, you got the dream and you got the world and standing in the way, you know, before that. And so yeah, that's a, that's another thing you got. You know, those guys have got to think about. You know, I know it's not a. It's not a points race. This weekend's not obviously a points no, race no, for nothing. No, it's not a points race for anybody this weekend. But for those guys running the Lucas Tour, you know, RTJ, Hudson, T-Mac, JD, Overton, you know, all those guys, this, this is a weekend to say, okay, we come back here at the end of the year racing, what, 200000 for the points, 100000 to win. Like It could be a $300,000 night for us. They're definitely going to use this weekend to see, okay, this is this is what we need to do. And we've, in the past, when, when I was with Daryl, we'd go up to Eldora, like the Appleseed and the Baltus Classic and stuff the week before. It's not the same racetrack than racing two, three days and a hunter-lap race there. Did you they know? have the Johnny Appleseed this year? I don't think I so. I don't remember hearing anything about it. It's usually the week before the I dream. thought it was usually, yeah. I didn't hear nothing about that. I don't remember hearing anything They had fireworks about. night the other, yeah. like a couple weeks ago. Family night, fireworks. Party. I know last year we made, we went up there for the whole week for the world to try to go to the Baltz Classic, and uh, it got rained out. So hopefully that's still on the schedule. But I don't remember hearing anything about the apple seed. Maybe they've gotten rid of it. I, but, you, yeah, you're right. They usually will, unless they moved it to somewhere down the middle of summer. I'm looking. Keep talking. But, but yeah, so I, I really think nope. – I, I look for – No, they didn't. I look for a lot of those, you know, guys in the top. We'll say because what Lucas drops down top eight or whatever. Look for those guys this weekend to maybe bring a little extra a game this weekend, just to just to make sure. Because I mean, like you said, it's, it's hard. You, you're not going to test at Eldora. They're not going to, you know, you're not going to rent the track out from the test and. That really doesn't translate to nothing, but you know, you get a Saturday night up there, hundred laps. That's what you're going to be racing at the end of the year. So a lot of those guys will, you know, if they're struggling a little bit, they're saying, "Hey, we're not going to win the 129 this year." But let's see what we can take from this hundred lap race and translate and into apply the, it to that. You know, man, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here thinking about that Lucas Points deal this year, and I, I really like it. I thought. Think it's going to be a dog fight. I mean, whenever you get down to the end there, and then you know they get down the four cars that are going to be eligible for that, there's really probably going to be eight or nine of them that should have been in that top four. Yep. It's going to be really hard to consolidate all. That's what's going and to make it exciting to get down to that deal. To, you know, for the last a, race, it's been a pretty good points battle. All, so I mean, that orange spoilers bounced around on several different cars <laughs> in sure one has. weekend. You know what I'm saying? And you know. You know, typically in dirt racing, once you get the points lead, it's very hard for anybody to take it from you. And this year, on the Lucas side, it's it's bounced around. You know, people's had bad nights, but they haven't had a big enough points lead to say, okay, well, there's our there's our you know get out of jail free card right there, and we're, we're still the points leader. Get their stuff back together, and next night it's you know they've they've struggled. You know, either wrecked or um, blown a motor or had some kind of issues, tires go down, and 
you know, it's. I think that Lucas Championship is going to be a. It's going to be. It's going to go down to the wire for sure. You know, you got four of them that'll be able to contend for it. But you know, right now, you know, JD's. He's not the two million dollar JD that we saw last year knocking down, but. Go back to last year, he didn't start clicking off wins till about this time last year. That's right. But, you know, he, he kind of had a lackluster springtime. Then he come in there, won the million. Did he – he didn't win the – Overton won the dream. Right, which and then, finished at the world weekend. Yeah, but, but you know, that, that weekend, J.D. started clicking and the rest was history. So, you know – I don't think it. I don't think he's hit his stride yet, and I also, while we're talking about the Lucas series, the Lucas Oil series itself hasn't hit its stride yet. They had, if you remember, they had like sixty. De- I don't remember the exact number, about sixty days of no mm-hmm. races because of rainouts and stuff but between East Bay and yep. I think it was Atomic whenever they got back going. But but they, uh, they it seems like they hadn't had as many races yet this mm-hmm. year as they should have had. Same same way with so the outlaws. Right, so it's getting ready to get kicked off for the summertime, and this this weekend right here. Not that it's you know, of course it's not points, of course, but uh, man, it's on after this. There's gonna be yeah. a race every single night to go to or watch on television, and it's just next Monday. Busy. Next Monday, next Monday, they, Kokomo. Oh, they got a hundred thousand Monday after the the dream. So yeah, or it's, it's you gonna stick to, around up there and go to that? I gotta come back to work. So do I, man. I, I'd love to see that one. I probably could. Weasel my way, like, oh, there's a race. Let me, but no, I may have to pay the subscription to watch that that night, I guess. But I've gone to so many races so far this year, it's, it's crazy. Last couple of weeks, I didn't know what day it was between Wilkesboro and testing dirt race here. It's it's been busy, so I think I can, I think I can miss one. Yeah, for sure. I ain't really been chasing them that much this year. I guess like I ain't hit my stride yet either, but I've got to go to some good ones, but. Went to the World 600, the Coca-Cola 600, a couple of days ago, or last week. Yep. When it was around on a Monday, you know, I I guess that's way off topic for what we're talking <laughs> about here, but I didn't have no plans of going to that race. And then and then it got rained out and pushed to Monday. I found a cheap ticket, and me and my dad went over I, there, and we were uh, there for 14 hours, man. Long day. I thought about going. I was like, what am I doing on a Monday? I, and could, I was like, I should have went. I was like, no. I could count about seven races for the amount of time I was there that day, but uh it's yeah. a pretty good, pretty good show there. But yeah, the dream this weekend, I think, I think it's gonna be some good racing. They talked to um, a guy come in the shop today, and we just kind of talked about it a little bit. I think the, I think it's gonna be last year. I think the racing wasn't as good because of the tire roll that they had in place up there. This year, I heard that they're opening it up a little bit more. So hopefully that'll We'll have some gamblers on some tires. Um, so you hopefully have some, you know, guys that start comers and goers throughout the field. Um, i just looking forward to this weekend. I think it's going to be, like I said, I think it's going to be different. I don't, I, I'm I'm looking at it, it's not going to be your typical guys up front this, this time around. I agree with you. We'll take a quick break here, and we'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more about the dream coming up this weekend and much more here on the Forward Bike Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We're back here on the Forward Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Armstrong. Got Adam Logan here in studio. We're just kind of bench racing the day here with uh, talking about the dream coming up this weekend. You're talking about the tire rule and how that might be different. What about that rule that came out with about the stick signals? You've been a crew member, <laughs> and you've uh, done your fair share of signaling. signaling. Uh, what do you think, or is that even going to make an effect on the weekend? Because I'll, I'll say this. I don't even see how them guys can see as yeah, fast dang. as they're going. There's no way. Man, every Under green flag anyway. Every every race, I was you know I would give the signals. So you, the first thing is you got to find a spot that they can see you. Mm-hmm. You know, in some racetracks, they put you in the infield, far away from the racetrack. There's no way they're going to turn their head and look down in the infield. Sometimes you you know outside the racetrack, you try and get to a spot where they can kind of you know as they're going down the straightaway, they can just kind of see you without, you know, taking their eyes off the racetrack or anywhere else. So that was always, you know, where am I going to stand? And never fails. I'd shake my hands, hey, point out, hey, here's where I'm at. Wear a different colored vest or shirt. Hey, kind of stand out. Never fails. Everybody groups up in one group. You got 20 (laughs) people standing there throwing sticks up and hands up. Like, so, you know, Eldora was always a tough one to give signals at. Because you used to, you could pull your four-wheeler up on the, on the front straightaway fence and stand on top of it. But even then, there's really not a clear sight to you. Well, they've made that fence so much taller so now tall in the now. infield. Um, we used to, I used to stick my sticks through the fence once they you know, made that fence tall. Then they outlawed that. You couldn't stick nothing through the fence. So, <laughs> okay. So, I, I mean, I would find, I found two spots there. Right at Victory Lane. Are you going to give them away? I'm going to give them away because you can't give signals no more. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not with a, with a team no more. I would get start at, at the Victory Lane because the fence goes down and you can stand right there and they can, it was a clear sight to you. Or getting into uh, turn three, the little opening. Right. I'd stand right there. Um, but even then, like I said, you go back to can those guys even see you? There's half the times. I'm gonna call him out. Daryl will sit there, wave his hand, tap the roof. Hey, I got you. I see you. you're right here. And then after race, I didn't even see you. I didn't, where the hell were you? I'm like, dude, you under the parade lap, you you waved and tapped the roof. You saw right where I was at. Oh, I couldn't see you. I'm like, okay. So as a crew guy, I think it'd be kind of be nice for them. They can actually watch the race. And but you know, I, there's so much about you know signaling now, and you know. I remember when I first started, we had we had uh, radios, and we outlawed radios because people. Oh, were you were a part of the radio. Yeah, days? Uh, radio days back in late nineties, early two thousand. We had radios. They did away with those because everybody was blocking, no good racing. So we got rid of that, and then I really don't think people were giving signals after the radios were gone. It was just almost okay. They're out there doing their own deal, and then when I got with you know, started traveling and that become my full time job, you know, working on race cars. I'm like, oh, people are giving signals. You know, then the light sticks come out. Little police 
you know, mm-hmm. uh, traffic light sticks. You get those, you see flashing things all around the racetrack. Then they outlawed the, you know, no lights. Then you got white PVC sticks. And so, I mean. Bob Pierce wearing a bright pink shirt. You know. Stuff uh, like that. You know, I, it's part of our sport. I don't, I, what is the rule? Is it, it says, is it no signaling or no sticks? You're going to make me look it up, but I'm pretty sure it just said no signaling, period. It so it's like a new rule. Because I know the outlaw. It's not going to affect the way I watched a race by no. any means, but I just wondered what you thought about, like, the, you know, how it, how we think it might affect the, the, the only some thing, of the outcomes or something. You know, most of the signaling, and this is just me. Here's, all here's, all I gave all I gave him was hey here's your hey someone's on you you know they're right on you or hey you got a couple car lengths hey you got half a straightaway you got a half a track like just kind of give him the gap um there would you know there would be instances I sit there and say oh he's running the high side somebody's catching him I point you know hey get to the bottom hey you're about you know the bottom is is faster. Other than that, like you said, they're going so fast. I mean, and most of those guys, they know. They, they've done it long enough. They've raced, you know, multiple racetracks, been in almost every condition. They, they know where they need to be. They know where their car is more comfortable. And, and a lot of times, I couldn't tell them to go high because I knew we set the car up for the bottom. You know, whether tire choice, cha- you know, what we did with the chassis and setup-wise, hey, we're, we're running the bottom. That's where we're going to be. You know, or, hey, there's going to be a cushion. We're going to run the cushion. And then, nope, can't run the bottom because, you know, the car just doesn't work down there. So, you know, nine times I couldn't tell them to go to the bottom because the car was set up for the top or, you know, running around the bottom. Now, hey, go to the high side. Okay. Well, they added a brand new big screen up there in turn two. So So, coming out of turn four, you can see that coming all the way around. Yep. All the way into turn one. I know that from running eye racing. And it's an even bigger screen than what was already there. And uh, so that's going to be, if you're in the lead or something, you can probably glance at that and kind of get an idea of your gap. Yeah. There's no way they can. They're. Yeah, but you got a split second to see it. There's the rule on the. the, Read that. Read it over the. No. Let's see. Let's see. Signaling sticks are no longer permitted for use in communicating with drivers on track. That's it. No sticks. That ain't no big deal. Well, see, the outlaws did that this year. They took away sticks. But people all start getting neon gloves and start throwing their hands up. So, I mean, I think it's it's part of our sport. As as much as, you know, it's... Everybody's done it for so long that no sticks. Okay, I'm gonna go wrap my hands in orange tape and just stand up there and, <laughs> and start waving my hands around. I think know. it's funny. I like to watch them guys squirm and try to figure it out and come up with a different. You know, and it, you know, because at the end of the day, it really don't matter. The guy in the car is driving the thing. You know, you know, it's it's. I, I've never drove, so I can't sit there and say, oh, if somebody told me to go high, hey, I need to do that. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna change up. Maybe that does. Maybe some drivers do that. And you can watch races and see, hey, he's in the middle, middle, middle. All of a sudden, boom, he's up the top because oh, he's about to get past. You know, and it changes the complexion of the race, or you know, that guy doesn't get to make the pass. So, the guy to watch this weekend would be Shane McDowell because he'll be the first one to figure something out with that rule. Because uh, 
I guarantee you he'll tell Dell where he's going to be standing in the infield. And if there's a red flag or if there's ever something where I know, I know where he stands, he'll be hollering to turn two, right? I know where he stands. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to call. Oh him well, that. I've seen. I'm him. not going to call. Shane I do. Out. Okay. I, but no, I mean, he'll, I like, like I'm, that. Not, I'm not going to give his secrets away. He can <laughs> holler. He can holler loud enough for, <laughs> for for his driver to hear him whenever they're pacing around there. And now everybody's got cell phones and and race monitor or my race pass. So you know, a lot of times you you can kind of. You could watch and see, hey, this guy's running tenth, but oh, his his lap times or hey, your lap times better, and watch that guy maybe move your driver. But dude, I might I, be calling somebody out here, but he's a listener to this. He can correct me if I'm wrong. But Mike Knuckles apparently was one time texting with his driver Ryan King and in, in a during a caution or a red flag or something about. Why'd you do that? <laughs> we can cut that out if we <laughs> have to. Called him but out. I, but I think he did. I mean, I I, I think. I don't think they uh, got in trouble for it or nothing, but that's a pretty interesting scenario. It'll turn into, um, I know, so I've been to the Snowball Derby a couple times. And when after the race, no one can get, can touch the car when it's in victory lane. No one gets, no one touches the car. And when the driver gets out, they pat him down like he's getting arrested. Traction control, traction control, or any you know they obviously they got radios and stuff like that. And wait, dude, I met that. People put they'll wear they'll put lead in their driving suit to get you know they'll go through tech, weigh the car, and then they'll put lead in their seat to get more left side. Oldest trick in the book. Oh yeah, but I met that Davis Technologies guy. He's pretty cool. He came in the SRI a few weeks ago. Did he? Yeah, I didn't catch his name, but he was. Who, did you he's ask him who he's selling it. to? No, I didn't get into those details. You didn't ask him? No, that would have been interesting. Maybe we should get him on this podcast, but no, I don't know. Spill the secrets. But he's anyway, still, we're he's just still, getting off he's on still a, in business. We're getting off on a tangent. Yeah, but I think they do a lot of drag racing stuff and whatnot. Okay. They don't really mess. I don't think they do much dirt stuff. Not that I know of. That you know of. Nobody that's, knows. That's the thing, that you know of. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see the the stick, no no sticks, whatever. I mean, like I said, outlaws have they banned it this year or last year. No no signal sticks, but you still see twenty four crew members down in the infield throwing their hands. We've been up. talking about signal sticks for ten minutes. <laughs> what what else do you want to talk? About? I don't know. You brought it up. I you did said bring they it cha- up. You changed they changed the rules on it. That's just one rule. There's like seven. No, no, that's just when that's just when we can park. Just to let y'all know, but pit no. area will open Wednesday evening for optional. Well, what? see, by the time everybody listens to this, they'll already be parked. But uh, no, man, I'm just looking forward to it, I, and you know, it's going to be a good weekend. We're looking forward to it and all that. But I don't know. It's, 26 drivers this year. 26 starting. Yep. Which Five thousand twenty nine dollars. They used to start 28, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe that was the world. The world starts like 28 or 30 of them. 30 i believe at the world yeah so the more the better i say put them out put them all out there i'll start 40 of them 30 is about the perfect number though for that that race but 26 that's fine whatever makes it hard to get into the show and those that are on the starting grid out there deserve to be there they earn their way yeah and especially now how they've they've got it where what about the preliminary nights? Let's talk about those. Who do you think uh, somebody might have a shot to win one of those prelim nights that maybe uh, doesn't maybe doesn't stand the chance for the one hundred, or maybe they do, but maybe really good chance to win one of them. 
I mean, and I'm, I'm not gonna, trying to say I, somebody I'm, don't have a chance, but I'm I'm liking Nick Hoffman for one of those twenty-five I'm, I'm lappers. Hoffman, and I hate to say it, Dalton Wilson. I mean, yeah, I, Dal- I'm yeah. not talking. I mean, I think he's he's been sneaky good this year, and I think he come up close last year at one of them, close to winning one of the uh, first nights. I can't say that. I Carson or Chris Ferguson. I can yeah. see them guys. I could see both of them making the field for the 100, and also, you know, a good uh, shot to win the. A, win the thing. A, what is it? Twenty-five lap races. You know, Josh Rice. Normally, those races, those big cushion you can lean on for twenty-five laps. He'll be good. Um, you know, Turbo's good in those. Bobby Pierce. I mean, he's been he's been strong this year. John Henry's a name that always shows up up there and runs. He's probably on that list somewhere. Devin I, Devin's turn. I mean, Devin. Like we talked about him struggling. Now he's turned his season around. I can see him winning one of those nights. Marler. Carson Hosovar, I don't think that'll happen. See that? Is he running? It's got him in here. He really ran good in that cup car yesterday in the seven car. He <laughs> bro- blew out a ro- brake rotor there. So that happened about four times yesterday. What about the Jedi? Jerry Bowersock. Jerry Bowersock, man, he's a local hero up there. You don't uh, you don't say a bad word about him, you no. might get in a fight if you ain't careful. But he's he's the man up there for sure. Um, what about Billy I quite, Moyer? I don't quite know if Bowersock's going to win the 100 but he'll put on a show trying to get in the field who who what did i say who else did you say billy moyer is he running yeah well billy moyer you can't never count him out mr smooth he just won his 800 and some odd race a couple weeks ago somewhere uh mars race i believe it was it's Farmer City or Spoon River, one of them places in illinois so he ain't never gonna give it up he's still running i mean he's still doing good I feel like we're just running our mouth. We're just running. Point. We're just we're we're <laughs> BSing. We're, we're trying to inform the people yeah, who man. our picks are. Who? Okay, here it is. Yeah, here it is. Thursday night. Who's your winners? It's kind of hard the first All couple right. nights because you don't know where they're qualified, but we're just gonna go for it. Get your pen and paper ready, All listeners. Right. I'm got mine. Go ahead. I'm gonna say I've already said his name. I'm gonna go with uh, Nick Hoffman to win one of them. Okay. This is Thursday. And I think Brandon Overton bounces back and makes a statement in the, in the other one. All right. I'm going Dalton Wilson. And even though he stood us up, Devin Moran. <laughs> even though he stood us up tonight, I'm going to go those two. Night one. Night two. Night two. I think Mike Marler will get one. Okay. And Hudson O'Neill. Okay. Who did I say first night? Dalton Wilson, Moran. I'm going to go Hoffman and JD, night two. Man, that's solid. I'm, I'm, and then for the big for one. For the big one, I have no idea, but I'll just throw one out there. I'll say uh, I'll say Chris Madden. We ain't even talked about Chris Madden, but Chris Madden was so close last year to winning the dream. He's been winning some World of Outlaw races here lately. Yep. I think he's leading the points in the woo World of Outlaws and uh, – Man, Chris Madden might be your man standing on the top of the stage on the lap, after lap 100 Saturday night. Who you got? RTJ. Ricky Thornton Jr. I'm going Ricky Thornton. I just, he's been strong all year long. Just hearing about all these guys and whatnot and, and seeing what they do week in and week out all over the country, it, it's it's exciting to me to get to go up there and see what all this is the this is the measuring stick this weekend to see what they got man yep. and uh since you know. since florida we're all together again 
you know, yeah. both, both series, all the guys go up there. So, so that's 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 my picks. We'll see. Well, the 29th annual dream this weekend. If you're there, look us up, talk to us. We'd love to meet you and shake hands and hang out a little bit and whatnot, and we'll be up there. Drink a couple cold ones. Yeah, we'll probably have a cooler. I'd say we will. And uh, we'll, <laughs> You're uh, going to drink some beer? Yeah, at some point. At some point, mate, one or two. We'll, we'll discuss that <laughs> when we get there. <laughs> Try one of those toilet waters, make sure you get a Tootsie Roll in it and all that yep. kind of stuff. So anyway, man, we're looking forward to it. You got anything else to add? Not really. This is kind of like your preview show for the for the dream this weekend. Everybody driving up there. If you're going to watch it on TV or whatever, we hope uh, we hope we've done a good job kind of previewing it. But we talked to racing. What else? Do we, what else do these people need to do at Eldora besides the race? We know the racing is going to be good. We know who all is going to be there. What else about Eldora pumps you up? Man, a lot of things really. It's just. Uh, I like going to them yard sales up there. That's probably not the answer you were thinking. No, go ahead. I, 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 like I like going to the yard sales. You're tripping. You people like people uh, listen to this. Maybe they won't get there before me so I can get the good stuff. But uh, I love doing that. And, uh, you know, I go up there to the local grocery store in St. Henry IGA and buy my groceries there and support a local business. And uh, just there's – you know, some days I like to ride around a little bit, and then some days I just like to sit right there in the campground and visit with friends. And, and that's the neat thing, too. You see so many people you know that, that you only get to see there mm -hmm. uh, one time, once or twice a year. And, uh, you know, we know hundreds of different people, and you may not get to catch up with them all. But, man, it's just cool to get to – everybody's there. It's everybody's the, there. It's, it's, it's cool. I've got people texting me, hey, you going to be there? You going to be there? You going to stop by? You going to have a beer with us? I said – if I did that, I wouldn't. I'd just be bouncing the camper yeah. to camper to camper. But we we just saw a picture earlier. The wall of doors is back. Yeah, Mo. You know, shout out to Mo up there, Mo Volker. He's got know, the the door, the wall of doors already up. You know, here just, on Monday, as we're talking. So that place is just. I mean, throughout the day, you know, you got all the guys working on their cars, getting ready for the night. But all the people walking, you know, through the grandstands. You got all the t-shirt vendors and just. It's it's a very cool atmosphere and the 50 50 is probably one of the things that keeps me going back if i win that 50 50 that, one year man of it who cares about the winner hey, of the race who what predict what's, what's the, the 50 50 i was about to say that i was about to say what is that number going to be this year all right i'm gonna say ninety thousand dollars ninety thousand that's for saturday saturday ninety thousand dollars do i go over or under <laughs> hey that could be the over or under is that not, we're going to say 90 over or under? Uh, I say over. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over. Yeah, I think it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. Ever I'd since, love to win it. Ever since that year that they, it didn't get claimed and it rolled over to the next year and it was over 100,000, ever since then, it's been. That's been the goal. Everybody's been like, we got to get it over 100. So I'm going to go over. Yeah, I, I think so. I feel like it's going to be. I think there's going to be a big crowd up there. And, of course, now how you can buy them online if you're in Ohio. Yeah. People get on there and do that. So. Yeah. I'll have to but stop. if you're in Ohio, I can't understand why you wouldn't be at just, the race. Just come out. Yeah, come on. What else is there doing? We're going Ohio? nine hours, you and I, to go up there. So, No, we'll be there. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great weekend. And I uh, can't, can't wait to get up there and see everybody. And it's going to be, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Uh, it's up in the air. We don't, nobody knows who's going to win the thing. And, of course, that's. That's the Why best part. Go. That's the best part of it. You, yeah, you got to so. show up to see who's going to have their A game that weekend, and 
And and it could be the best thing about the way they got this format now. You could show up Thursday and just click on something, and then you're gonna win Thursday. You win Friday, Saturday comes around, win. Overton did it that year. He never. Every time he touched the racetrack, he won. Every heat race, feature, everything, he won. I'll give you another one. What about Austin Kirkpatrick? I know we got to wrap this up, but he's somebody that might be sneaky good that's not on nobody's radar, and he could come in there and do something. You never know what he's been working on. That mind of his is quick. He might have the the trick set up. Well, anyway, let's uh, (laughs) – Let's wrap this thing up for the week. Everybody have a safe trip to Eldor. We'll see you when we get there. And if you're not going, you can watch it on TV. And uh, But I highly recommend going. You, it's nothing like being there for sure. So uh, until next time, we'll try to round up a guest for next one. But this has been fun. I'm uh, Kyle Armstrong for Adam Logan. We'll see you next time.